These are unsettling times for uh, hospitals in our nation, especially here in Ontario. And joining us is the president and CEO of the Collingwood General Marine Hospital. We say hello to Nora Holder. Nora, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, You guys must be going crazy. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure to be here. And yes, it's busy, but uh, it's always busy in a hospital, (laughs) particularly during a pandemic. Absolutely. And as we can hear the beep, beep, beep in the background of something happening, uh, probably (laughs) some construction of some sort, because, you know, it is summer and that does happen. Uh, We have to, of course, get to the redevelopment project. And uh, there's been some news in regards to the redevelopment project. But what does it mean for our community? Well, uh, at this time, uh, the approval we received is to move forward through the planning process on the renewal and expansion of the hospital's current infrastructure on our current site. Um, That's to meet the growing health service needs of patients and families in South Georgian Bay. Uh, And we support the communities of Collingwood, Clearview, Town of Blue Mountains, Wasaga Beach, and Gray Highlands. So we're planning for a state-of-the-art facility that will meet the needs of our South Georgian Bay community, which is rapidly growing. So just to give a bit of a history, on August uh, 10th mm-hmm. um, this year, we received approval uh, of our Stage 1 redevelopment submission, which originally we submitted to the Capital Branch, believe it or not, September 30th, 2016. Yes. And then we had to update it. Um, in 2019, uh, and so we did that, and so it means we now have approval to proceed to stage two of the five-stage capital planning process for hospital redevelopment by the Ministry of Health. So the Ontario government is investing approximately $15 million to support us through the next planning phase. And I want to be clear, the $15 million is for planning and design. So it's for stage two and through to stage three. The $15 million is not to build a new hospital. It's to pay for the consultants and all the planning uh, that will go into the next phase or two. So that's a, it's, um, it's not for construction or building costs. So it's $50 million to put pen to paper, not $50 million to put shovels on the ground. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. We still have, uh, stage two is, means that we will be looking at uh, um, the programs and services, reviewing them, assessing them. I mean, they were confirmed in 2016 and then uh, reviewed again in 2019. And it's now almost two and a half years later, and we've had a worldwide pandemic. Uh, We've had a significant change in population. It's even further growth, different demographics since COVID. Standards for hospitals have changed exponentially since uh, the pandemic. And so we will be taking a look not only at stage 2A at um, our programs and services that we stated uh, we required, in stage one, but also work with our partners in our community and also internally to say, are these the right services? Do they still resonate? Do we need additional services? Uh, And then we will take a look at in stage B, um, okay, functional programming. What are the space, what's the size, the space that we require and will the current facility, can we redevelop parts of that and then, um, uh, and will it meet 
current standards and emerging standards. And, of course, there is to be an addition uh, to this uh, current site as well. So we'll take a look at all of that. But right now, I need to state we're planning for 100% private rooms for infection control. Uh, we have approximately 110 acute inpatient beds that we're planning for. That's awesome. And that includes uh, 14 uh, rehab beds. And that's really important for our community. Um, it's care closer to home. We have an orthopedic center of excellence here in Collingwood. So we're really, really pleased. We'll have additional operating rooms, dialysis chairs, x-ray rooms, ultrasound rooms, mammography suite. We hope to provide... Uh, expansion in terms of cancer care, outpatient programs, etc. So um, seriously, in stage two, it's about future program service and volumes, models of care, infection control and prevention, uh, basic physical design of the space, space allocation, and costing along with establishing a project schedule. So um, it's, it's a really important, one of the most important phases, and it will take a while and it will take the time that it takes to get it right because this is where everything is established for moving forward. Now, but I understand that. I mean, I, I get that a hospital is is so much more important and different than, than building other projects. Mm-hmm. But I've been involved in other builds. And I've been involved in that didn't take, you know, a third or fourth huge expenditure, $15 million to plan. At what point are we going to be done planning and actually have these rooms? That's a great question, and I can't answer that. But what I can say is is that it is um, for the ministry and for the government to provide Collingwood $15 million to plan and design. That is a large amount of money. And to me, that demonstrates the commitment uh, and the knowledge that Collingwood does need uh, a hospital development. And uh, so it will take the time that it takes. Um, I think mistakes have been made in the past by providing dates and times. Mm. And um, I really can't, I can't provide that. It will take the time that it takes for us to complete. Uh, when we talked with the Capital Branch, they said it should take you 12 to 18 months to get through stage two. So um, that is the longest length of time that it will take, but we have to be very careful. It's a lot of money um, to build a hospital uh, or to develop a hospital, and we have to get it right. So, uh, yeah, it will take as long as it takes, um, and uh, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And the, and the big point, I guess, it, people are asking, is a new build off the table? Uh, at this time... In stage two, we are taking a look at, uh, the ministry has directed us to look at, can we redevelop the current building and put on a brand new addition? Uh, Once we determine that, that will answer your question. So until we're finished stage two, I really can't answer that question. All right, fair enough. Now let's talk about what's happening right now. These are incredibly uh, crazy times for Ontario hospitals. Uh, people are, are protesting hospitals. I've never thought that would ever happen in my lifetime. Uh, how are you guys handling this? Or are you, uh, you know, what's your view on, on people protesting hospitals because of the vaccination dispute? 
I have to say, John and Mel, it's really disappointing to see hospitals and healthcare workers being the target of protests. Uh, I understand that peaceful protests are definitely a right, but patients, families, caregivers, and our healthcare workers do not deserve to be intimidated or obstructed from accessing or delivering health care. Uh, disrupting, interfering with healthcare workers trying to care for the sick and dying is unfathomable in the intent. Healthcare workers are continuing to work long hours under difficult conditions, and many healthcare workers are leaving the profession. And these protests are not helping. We need our healthcare workers to be valued, to be supported, appreciated, and encouraged. And these protests are really not um, providing that. And so um, it, it is, um, it's, it's, it's unfathomable, as I've said. Um, and uh, if you would like to protest peacefully, go to a legislature uh, and, and protest outside. Please leave patients, families, caregivers, and healthcare workers to do the work that mm-hmm. they do best to care for the sick and the unwell, and uh, to do the best that we can during really, really difficult and challenging times. I am so proud of every healthcare worker uh, in Ontario, in Collingwood, and across the world, because it is not an easy time, and they deserve our utmost respect. Agreed. Uh, Let's talk about the new policies uh, implemented in Ontario hospitals. How is that being received? What is going on in the walls at uh, the Collingwood General Marine Hospital? Well, that's a great question. So uh, the hospital, CGMH, we share in the collective goal of any Ontario hospital here that uh, wishes to have 100% full vaccination rate amongst its health care workers. Uh, so our focus right now has been to understand the current vaccination status uh, within CGMH and then establishing the education module and testing processes that um, were to be in place by September 7th under Directive 6. So they are now in place. Um, as of 4 p.m. yesterday, uh, 87% of t- Team CGMH has identified and provided proof that they've been fully vaccinated. And I do expect this to be higher uh, in coming days because there still is a a small number of our team who have yet to report their vaccination status. People have been away on vacation, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, they will continue to provide us updates in terms of their vaccination status. Um, Moving forward, all returning volunteers and all newly hired employees and credentialed staff, those are physicians and midwives, anyone who's newly hired moving forward must show proof of full vaccination or they won't be hired here. And as the more transmissible uh, Delta variant continues to move through our communities, I really encourage anybody who hasn't received a vaccination yet to do so at your earliest convenience. They're still readily available at pharmacies and and pop-up clinics. Um, And if you have any questions about the vaccine, please contact your primary care physician or a nurse practitioner or your local pharmacist. They are really open to talking with you, hearing about your concerns and having a a really good discussion. Um, And uh, it's it's just, um, it's now up to all of us 
to um, combat this fourth wave from gaining speed. And it really is a combination of vaccines. We should have at least 90% of the population 12 and over at this time fully vaccinated, as well as all engaging in public health measures, such as mask wearing, washing your hands, um, keeping your distance. The Delta variant is highly transmissible. You know, you guys moved out of your overflow at the the Collingwood Legion. Uh, With this threat of that fourth wave, are you looking at making arrangements to, to move back? If we need to move back, we will do so. We can um, uh, we can uh, work with the Legion in that regard if the conditions are, are warranted. It would take us a day and a half to set up the Legion. Wow, that's uh, so that's yeah, that's pretty fast. Yeah. So uh, we have an outbuilding, yet another building at the back of the hospital, yes. uh, where all of that equipment will be stored, etc. Um, we we are funded to operate. 74 beds. We are consistently running right now 77 beds, and we have the capacity to run 83 beds. Unfortunately, with health human resource um, strains um, and challenges, uh, funding, uh, or I'm sorry, staffing both the Legion site and the hospital site was becoming very difficult. So being able to perhaps... uh, optimally run 83 beds. I mean, we, uh, in the spring, we uh, transitioned a uh, manager's office and a family and patient lounge on our inpatient units into inpatient care areas with suction and oxygen, etc. So we could operate 83 beds. I'm not sure if we could fully staff 83 beds, but uh, having the staff back here, it's it's helpful. So um, we are running into health human resource issues as well as many other hospitals across the province and across Canada. So having everybody on one site um, and having that opportunity, if we need to uh, expand to 83 beds, um, is is far more manageable at this time, John. Nora, con- congratulations again to all the hard work you and the amazing team at the Collingwood General Marine Hospital are doing. Uh, our, you know, our region is doing very well relative to so many others, and uh, that's not without the incredible hard work and care that you and your team are doing. John, I want to say thank you for that, and I hope that many people who are work who work at the hospital and belong to the hospital hear that. It really means a lot, and I also want to thank you and. You and Mel, and I also want to thank our community. Um, our community has supported our hospital uh, for many, many years, and we truly enjoy their support um, and their encouragement. And I would just like to thank our community for continuing to engage in infection prevention and control measures and understanding the need for that and the need for vaccines. Uh, and I'd like to thank all of our partners, our healthcare partners, the OAT, um, you know, EMS, fire, police. During this time, uh, teachers, it's really hard. And um, sometimes people say, how can you be so resilient? Well, I'm resilient because I see a community that's working together to keep everybody safe. So thank you to everyone in South Georgian Bay. You're amazing. Nora Holder is the president and CEO of the Collingwood General Marine Hospital. Thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you very much.